0: experts.com executive edge fantasy football practice
1: Brand new for 2017, RotoExperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long. It's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year. Hell, you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty-handed. The Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high-stakes leagues. Plus, you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat, where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to RotoExperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package, powered by
2: RotoExperts.com. Quarterback to Receiver Hookups, Running Back Depth Analysis. Rookie Values in Dynasty Leagues, Deep Sleepers, Training Camp Battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount.
0: You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now about to witness the strength of fantasy knowledge. Get him! fantasy sports radio network you are now tuned in to the speeds and spitting statistician on fantasy freestyle up next on that cypher the, 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 the mic-
3: on oh, the microphone you know that i'm one of the best yet jane martinez <laughs> You know what it is. It's your boy Dane Martinez, a.k.a. Speeds, a.k.a. The Spittin' Statistician. And you are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. I got my man Chris Bavona, the Bounty Hunter, with me on the ones and twos. We're keeping it so hot that we sweat steam live and direct from Studio 34 here in Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan. The roof is open and people are enjoying the middle of the summer here tonight on a Wednesday. We got a good show for you. As usual, I'm going to give you the starters who so you need in Major League Baseball tonight to win that cash. We've also been doing our spotlight, different team by team, and it's kind of interesting. Tonight, we're going to be doing the New England Patriots, and if you know Speed the Spittin' Statistician, and if you listen to the Fantasy Freestyle, you know that it pains me to say a lot of the things that I'm going to be forced to say about the New England Patriots when we preview them, but it was they're so dominant. That I even had to change the poll that I usually do right there at Fantasy Radio on Twitter or at Spitting Speeds on Twitter. If you want to get at us during this show, I usually just do: Are they a Super Bowl contender, a playoff contender, purgatory team, or a threat to pick in the top five? I had to put up the over over, which is 12 and a half. It's insane on the Patriots. And use that as a reference point, and you will not believe what percentage of people think to bet the over on the New England Patriots already at 12.5, thinking that they're going to win at least 13 games this year, so we'll get into that a little bit later on. I'm also going to update, listen, I've been talking about this beef, usually it's things like Floyd Mayweather and Conor McGregor, but the last couple of days, when we talk about beef and social media, we've been talking about teammates up in Cleveland, LeBron James and Kyrie Irving, and that Continues to uh, bubble up. So when we come back from the break, we're going to get into that a little bit as well. Also, you may be familiar with the return specialist formerly of the Dallas Cowboys named Lucky Whitehead. We're going to chronicle the last 72 hours of Lucky Whitehead and we're going to ask the cu- question. Is he really lucky? As you know, as we put the fun in func- Functional Sports Radio, we're also going to keep our greatest sports movie of all time. we got the one-seed Field of Dreams in action in the baseball region as well. Come on right back. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician, right here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: Quarterback to receiver hookups running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package and its power packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football package now at RotoExperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount.
3: Welcome back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It's your boy Dane Martinez, Speeds the spitting Statistician, holding you down with Chris Pavona, the bounty Hunter, on the ones and twos, keeping it so hot that we sweat steam. I got to tell you something, Chris. It looks like, once again, as was the case last week, we got a fish show at Madison Square Garden tonight. I can tell by the attire of some of the people that are chilling here at Studio 34 and rocking Riley. He's about to go across to Madison Square Garden looks like there is yet another Fish show. So everybody having a good time, middle of the summer here on a Wednesday in the Big Bad City. I want to start off today. We're going to get to DFS. We're going to get to the starting pitchers that you need in a hot second. But I wanted to start today. You know, we haven't talked as much basketball now that fantasy football season is starting to get into it. We're going day by day with the boys of summer. But this drama between Kyrie Irving and LeBron James is starting to get a little bit past the point of no return in my mind. Okay, just in the last 24 hours, here are the, some of the things that we have heard. First of all, Kyrie Irving on social media again, another post saying the quote unquote, I'm coming home. If you remember last year or a couple years ago when LeBron, you know, made his big epic return to Cleveland, that was the tagline. That was the. Uh, you know, that was the song that was playing on Sports Center for weeks. So maybe that was a little bit of a mock post. A lot of people in the social media sphere are thinking that was the case. Meanwhile, LeBron, he may be turning the page himself. He's out there working out in Las Vegas with who? with Derrick Rose, newly signed Derrick Rose, who may be the lead point guard for Cleveland this year if they do in fact make that Kyrie Irving deal, which it sounds like may happen. You know who else is working out with Derrick Rose and LeBron James out there in the desert? Eric Bledsoe. And Eric Bledsoe, uh, you know, the, the slasher from the Suns, has been rumored in a lot of deals on the offseason, okay? A lot of the deals involving big guys. Remember when Carmelo Anthony was on the trade block and they were talking about how, oh, this might be a three-team deal. This might be a four-team deal. One of the deals that was always talked about to be included to make a deal like that work was the Suns with Bledsoe. Also, we're talking about any of these deals the Cleveland Cavaliers are making. They're thinking maybe Bledsoe might be involved. And this is the guy that is working out with LeBron, with Derrick Rose out there in Vegas, Maybe they are, you know, trying to see what their chemistry looks like to put it together. However, today in other Cleveland Cavaliers news, new GM Kobe Altman was introduced, and he says that this Kyrie Irving situation is fluid, but they are not as an organization as— willing to trade Kyrie Irving just because he made a demand, okay? He may say he wants to trade. That does not mean that the organization of Cleveland Cavaliers has to actually trade him. Why would they do this if, you know, they don't have the leverage or they don't think they're going to get anything back? They were messaging today in that press conference that, no, they may in fact, you know, Grin and Barrett make, make them, you know, like each other because remember they are or have been for the last three, four years, the best team in the Eastern Conference. Dan Gilbert, their owner today said the thing is not broken. He says the drama is overblown and he expects Kyrie Irving to be at camp. This may just be trying to give the Cavs a little bit of leverage in the event that they do trade him. So it looks like the Cavs are willing to just hold their chips. That could be what's going on right now, but keep an eye on this as it plays out over the course of the next few weeks and months. I just wanted to make sure we got that in, but now we can get to our starting lineup and start talking about Major League Baseball. I have some news and notes for you. First of all, you, I'm talking about you, Darvish, the stud starting pitcher and all-star of the Texas Rangers. Remember, yesterday we got news. That the Rangers are apparently willing and ready to deal you Darvish, who is 30 years old and will be in the last year of his contract, if they get the right kind of trade. Today, we realize more things about this. One, that you Darvish has a no-trade clause to 10 teams. And the Chicago Cubs are on it. They are one of the teams that has actually expressed the most interest in you, Darvish. But the Cubs, the Red Sox, the Rockies, the Indians, the Pirates, the Orioles, the White Sox, Tigers, A's, and Blue Jays are the 10 teams that you, Darvish, currently has a no-trade clause to. Noticeably absent from that list are teams like the New York Yankees, teams like the Houston Astros, teams like the Los Angeles Dodgers, as well as teams like the Arizona Din- Diamondbacks out West also you know, no Washington Nationals there. So if you, Darvish, just to move, there are still plenty of playoff contenders for him to go. If you were listening to Fantasy Freestyle last night, I mentioned that Eduardo Nunez may get dealt to Boston and that it would be interesting because it could have been just like a trade of Pablo Sandoval for Eduardo Nunez. Well, what has happened since the last episode of the Fantasy Freestyle? You guessed it. Another shot called by your boy, Speeds, the spitting statistician. The Red Sox and Giants have, in fact, made a deal with Eduardo Nunez going over to Boston. He actually was playing well last night in the game for the San Francisco Giants, had already doubled, knocked in a run or two, and then was pilled in the fifth inning mid-game when they got word of that trade. This is a very interesting example. There was a couple of examples, remember, with J.D. Martinez, Jose Quintana. I told you, if you're in season-long leagues and you're playing with a fab budget in like an AL or NL only, I was saying the trading deadline is an interesting time because there will be new people in your player universe. I recommend spending a decent amount of your fab budget if you need an infielder that can do some things. Eduardo Nunez hitting over 300, stealing 17 bases so far this year. If you're in an AL only league and now Eduardo Nunez Pops up as a viable option. I think that's a nice place to go. Other thing I'll tell you is, Red shortstop Zach Kozart reaggravated that left quad injury running the bases on Tuesday's game, and he will not. He was not in the game today. May miss an extended period of time. And this is interesting because a lot of people thought that he was also on the trading block. All right, so let's keep it moving though. Because I know we got to go to break soon, and I got to give you my starting pitchers for tonight. There are 10 games on the night slate. You got Carlos Carrasco, you Darvish auditioning as kind of the chalk at 10,000. Here's who I like, though I like Aaron Nola. I like Aaron Nola, who has been sick in his last six starts. Quality starts, all of them at $8,700 on FanDuel. Listen, in his last six starts, this guy has gone 42 innings, so seven innings a pop, striking out 50, more than. More than a strikeout per inning, only giving up eight runs in the last six starts. And here's the thing. I know you're saying, but wait a second. What about that Houston offense? You know I've been on the Houston offense all season long. But here's the catch. At this point, there's no George Springer in that lineup. There's no Carlos Correa in that lineup. And so I think this could be an opportunity for Aaron Nola. Other than that, I do like the high-priced guys, whether it's Carrasco, Arietta against the White Sox, who do not hit well against righties, as we know. And arietta has been good lately with a sub 2.2 ERA over his last four starts. So those are some guys I think you could use tonight. If you want to go a little bit lower really Bargman basement, talk about a guy that could be interesting is Jeff Hoffman. Jeff Hoffman is only at 6,700 on FanDuel, and he's at St. Louis. He's been decent in his last few road starts away from Coors Field for the Rockies, but I don't like the fact that he's facing Carlos Martinez tonight. Puts the uh, Cardinals in a good shape to potentially get a win. Last night, though, yo, last night I was on point, bro. Last night, I told you guys to stay away from Mad Bum. You know, He only went five innings. He did get his first win of the season. The guy I told you about was Charlie Morton against these same Philadelphia Phillies. I told you about the Phillies' second lowest run total in Major League Baseball. I told you about how the Astros could give him run support, and I told you about the upside in terms of strikeouts with Charlie Morton. What'd he do? He went out there and pitched seven scoreless innings and struck out nine Philadelphia Phillies in seven innings, getting the win as the Astros won five to nothing. I think, however, the Astros have a much Tougher road to hoe tonight against my pick, Aaron Nola, at 8,700 on Fan Duel. I think he will outperform at least one of the big studs up at the top, whether that's Carrasco or you, Darvish. When we come back here on the fantasy freestyle, I told you, we're going to turn the page, we're going to look at football and. Begrudgingly, we're going to look at the New England Patriots and dissect them and break them down into a fine powder. What you do with that powder is up to you. Um, But we're going to talk position by position with the New England Patriots. We're also going to go through the New England Patriots schedule. And we're going to see what you guys think in terms of the over-under of their win total, which stands at a whopping 12.5. The highest in the NFL. Is it still good value to think that they will win at least 13 games and still take the over? Find out what speed's says right after this Fantasy Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
0: RotoExperts.com Executive Edge Fantasy Football Blackness
1: brand new for 2017 rotoexperts.com presents the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package roll with me through the 2017 season as I get you ready to draft and dominate all season long it's only going to cost you 20 bucks to win your fantasy league this year hell you spend 10 times that on a Friday night and leave empty handed the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package features articles, videos, and rankings that will help you be the man in your home, office, or high stakes leagues plus you get private access to the Fantasy Executive Snapchat, where you can interact with me directly. Head on over to rotoexperts.com and sign up for the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package. Chill with me all season long and win big in 2017 with the Executive Edge Fantasy Football Package, powered by rotoexperts.com.
3: back to the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Dane Martinez holding you down on a Wednesday here live at Rockin' Riley's in Midtown Manhattan, Studio 34. If you're not listening live, it's okay. We appreciate all the downloads as well, wherever you get your podcasts on demand, whether that's iTunes or Spotify or iHeartRadio or, you know, Google Play. We love it all. Do me a favor. Give me a five-star review after you listen to Fantasy Freestyle and we we help you win that cash. What you could also do is download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app, okay? This way you get all of our great content, and you get it for free, okay? Tony Cincata and Benny Ricciardi on the DFS Lineup Lock Show. My man Greg Sussman, Sussmania, back from vacation on BFF's Fantasy Best Friends Forever. Okay, my man Matt Modica, Wall Street, and Joey Piece of Pizza on the Fantasy Black Book. Gabe Morency on Red Heat and Rage. And it's all free. Download that app, write us the review, tell everybody that you love what you hear so we can grow it all. But then again... The thing is, when you tell too many people, then everyone's going to get all that good information, and it's just going to be a little bit harder for you to win your league. But if you're a grown man with some stones, if you're a woman who likes to take risks, you will be okay sharing the knowledge of the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Let's get into the cypher and start talking about football because this week training camps are opening around the NFL, so we have some actual things happening. And remember for the last couple of weeks, I've been talking about that there will be these greatest shape of his life stories all the time. That's what we hear in the summer. Well, that is now moving because we're in training camp already. So now we're going to hear stories that I could only call like buzz. You know, we're going to be hearing buzz on some guys. Like, for example, reports out of Detroit now are saying that they want to involve Theo Riddick in the red zone more. That is just buzz, okay, in my opinion. This is a confusing situation in Detroit, especially with Amir Abdullah healthy. Everybody's saying they want Eric Ebron getting involved. Now they say... They want theoretic involved more in the red zone. I will say this: there will be a lot more opportunity for all of them in Detroit because, as you know, Anquan Bolden is not there, and he had something like the third highest red zone targets in the National Football League last year. So someone is going to get that red zone opportunity. Will it be Riddick? Will it be Ebron? Will it be Golden Tate? Keep an eye on that. I got more buzz for you out in Green Bay. Um, Packers running back Ty Montgomery. Apparently in the offseason he worked with a kind of famous trainer, this guy Rashad Whitfield, on his footwork. Remember, Montgomery transferred back from a wide receiver over to a running back. In During the season basically that's why he has to change his number for this year. This guy Whitfield was working last year in the offseason with Melvin Gordon and a lot of people think that he's partially responsible for Melvin Gordon's breakout year. Maybe he could do the same for a guy like Ty Montgomery. Like I'm saying training camp buzz. I got more buzz for you. Um We got buzz that Eagles wide receiver, Jordan Matthews, he's got a knee injury. They've been saying it's tendinitis for a while. There is buzz right now that it might be more than just tendinitis ailing Jordan Matthews and his knee. I'll tell you what, I don't think the Philadelphia Eagles are high on Jordan Matthews because look at what they did in the offseason, okay? They went out and got Torrey Smith. They went out and got Alshon Jeffrey. They went out and got LeGarrette Blunt. They went out and drafted a guy even that's under the radar from... San Diego State, Donnell Pumphrey, they did a lot to support Carson Wentz and not have to worry if Jordan Matthews was healthy. Also, Falcons opening up, and Julio Jones is not on the pup list, okay? Remember, he had surgery for a bunion on his foot in, I believe it was March, and you always worry with Julio Jones... Because of that um, Jones fracture or Liz Frank Frank that he had back in the day. But it's good to see that they don't need to use a pup tag on him. And also, two quarterback battles to watch all preseason long. Okay, These are, I think, going to be two... Important quarterback battles that go down to the wire. First in Denver, it's Trevor Simeon that is opening camp in Denver as QB1. He will get the first snaps. I personally, though, think that if it is close, they are going to anoint Paxton Lynch, the starter. Remember, they invested a first-round draft pick in Paxton Lynch. So I think ultimately it will be Lynch in Denver. The other job that I think is kind of up for debate, is in Cleveland, okay? With the Cleveland Browns, you got Cody Kessler opening camp as QB1. I have always said this, I'll reiterate it now. I am I am sort of a fan of Cody Kessler. He reminds me of uh former Jets quarterback Chad Pennington because he had the accuracy but he just doesn't have the arm strength. Um I guess There's Brock Osweiler there, but the guy who's coming on really is Deshaun Kaiser. That is the second-round draft pick. I think it might be Kaiser towards the end of the season, but Kessler will open for the Cleveland Browns. He's at least opening camp at top the depth chart. Let's uh, keep it moving, though. Like I said, we're going to talk about the New England Patriots, okay? And... uh (laughs) <laughs> I mean, there's not much to talk about. The Super Bowl champions coming back from 28 to 3 down in the second half of the Super Bowl. And here's the thing. In the offseason, they got better. They signed Steven Gilmore to play cornerback alongside Malcolm Butler. They trade for Brandon Cooks to give them a wide receiver option down the field like they have not had since Randy Moss. They signed not one but two running backs to try to replace LeGarrette Blount in Rex Burkhead and Mike Gillisley. And oh yeah... Their quarterback is not suspended for the first four games of the season. When we talk about the Patriots, we start at quarterback, obviously, Tom Brady. If you listen to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, you don't need me to tell you. He is good. He was the second-best quarterback overall despite missing four games last year. 28 touchdowns, only two interceptions was absolutely ridiculous. The point I will make, though, because he's my second-rated quarterback. He's my man Corey Parsons' second-rated quarterback as well. The point that I will make. It's not just because it's Tom Brady. Any quarterback up this high will not be on my fantasy teams this year. I'm telling you, I'm telling everybody, you need to wait on quarterback in your fantasy draft this year. Why spend the draft capital you will need in the second or third round to get Tom Brady when later on, you can still get, and you know the names I've been telling you, I've been repeating them ever since we've been going team by team here, you can still get Matthew Stafford, you can still get Philip Rivers, you can still get um, even Eli Manning, you can still get even Tyrod Taylor, you can still get even Kirk Cousins, you know, these guys, I will not be spending up for the Tom Brady's of the world, although he is viable as a prediction to be the MVP of the league. I think Aaron Rodgers will be the MVP of the league, but you can't go wrong picking Tom Brady. The one thing I will say, Tom Brady has been enormously lucky all season, all career in terms of his injury history. Quarterback is a position of attrition. More than 50% of the NFL teams did not have their starting quarterback for all 16 games. Tom Brady has only once had a catastrophic actual injury, even though there are reports that he hit concussions last year. Is this the year when he's another year older that someone does, uh, you know, snap him in half? I don't know. But if it's not... Then the New England Patriots are going to do just fine. I do want to also say this when it comes to the Patriots in fantasy football. The running back position is a problem, okay? I love what the Patriots did as a team. Like I said, they improved because they now have a stable of running backs, okay? Mike Gillisley and Rex Burkhead, these are two guys that they actually invested more money in than they usually invest in the running back position. So you got to think they really like both of them. I think Gillisley will be a great replacement for LeGarrette Blunt in that early down work between the tackles running I think Gillis demonstrated up in Buffalo that he has the ability to do that I like Rex Burkhead as well then they have their pass catching backs okay the James Whites the Deion Lewis's they're all good football players everyone on New England is a good football player I stay away from them in fantasy football here's why you know that week to week Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots pride themselves on changing up their game plans and scheming differently for what they're going to see. They are game plan specific. That means on a week-to-week basis, if you are if you have Mike Gillisley on your team, you don't know if it's going to be a week that James White goes off and catches eight balls. You don't know if it's going to be the week that they just run Rex Burkhead 15 times. You don't know if it'll be the week that it is Mike Gillisley's turn. And he does score two touchdowns. But you won't know, and it'll be incredibly frustrating. That's the frustration I am not trying to have with a guy to be in my flex spot. I don't want him popping off like that week-to-week. I say stay away from the New England Patriots running back room that is no way to win it's a great way for win for the new england patriots just not for your fantasy team if we keep it moving and look at the wide receiver position in new england listen you got julian edelman okay and he has been tried and true julian edelman last year 98 catches over 1100 yards he also if we remember when we're talking about matt harvey in the offseason also got a catch in adriana lima i will say that myself there's no reason he won't repeat. As Tom Brady's best target, I know they brought in Brandon Cooks, and a lot of people think Brandon Cooks will wind up being a top 15, top 20 caliber wide receiver. I love Brandon Cooks myself. You know, it's a charmed life going from Drew Brees to Tom Brady, right? But both of them will be doing big things. Julian Edelman, if you listen to it like yesterday's show on Fantasy Freestyle, Julian Edelman will be more of the PPR option, more of the underneath option. Brandon Cooks would be more the the over-the-top option. I think they are both solid uh, wide receiver twos. I would be fine with either one of them, especially Edelman when it comes to PPR formats. Listen. At the tight end position, we know what it is. It's Rob Gronkowski. He's the best tight end in all of football. However, once again, he will not be on any of my fantasy teams this year. Two reasons. The same idea as Brady, okay? I'm not going to be investing in a tight end at the top when I can get one of like seven guys later on. Now, Gronk is a game-changing week-to-week person. But the thing is, he hasn't played 16 games in a season since 2011. Okay, he, he only played eight games last year. Okay, when we come back, I'm gonna give you why I'm staying away from Gronk. He's not a Fugazi or anything. When he plays, he plays incredibly well. But I'm gonna tell you why I'm staying away from Gronk. I'm gonna tell you who my sl- hashtag sleeper week is. We're gonna look at the Pat's schedule and we're gonna look at what you guys say on the poll. All that's still about the New England Patriots when we come back before we put the fun and functional sports radio. I'm your boy Dane Martinez, Speed's the Spittin' Statistician, and you. You right now are listening live to the Fantasy Freestyle here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Have you ever wanted to have a fantasy expert in the palm of
0: your hand? Or better yet, in the pocket of your khakis? Well, check it out. Now you can. It's the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Download it now to your phone. We promise no weird viruses, no strange tracking things. Just 24 hours a day, seven days a week of pure fantasy knowledge dropping all over your head. It's a Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. Stop being a weirdo and streaming it online. Get it on your phone. Take it with you everywhere you go.
3: A ghetto love is the law that we live by. Day by day, I wonder why my shorty had to die. That's a little bit of Lost Boys right there. Renee coming back on the Fantasy Freestyle where we drop stats over beats. You know what it is. It's your boy, Dane Martinez, holding you down on a Wednesday. We were talking about the New England Patriots before the break, and I was talking about specifically Rob Gronkowski. Listen. Gronk is going to be Gronk. We've talked about Gronk before and how he's building his brand and doing his thing and lives outside of the rules of the NFL. But here's the thing. He's also not going to be there for 16 straight games. Check this out. In 2010, he played 16 games. In 2011, he played 16 games. In 2012, 11 games, still scored 11 touchdowns. In 2013, 7 games, still scored 4 touchdowns. In 2015, got back to playing 15 games, scored 12 2015, 15 games, got 11, but now last year, eight games. And here's the thing, it's a back injury. It's like his third back surgery, something like that. These things don't get better. And, you know, time waits for no man, even Rob Gronkowski. He's going to be awesome, but if I'm going to invest what it will take to get him, which is basically a first or second round pick, I want someone who is safe. I want someone who's not going to be a huge injury risk because then if he bangs up his back again, and let me tell you something. Every safety, every linebacker that plays the Patriots is going to be the guy. You know, if there were still bounties in the league, I bet Rob Gronkowski would be a guy who had a bounty on his head. So I'm staying away from Gronkowski just because I think – uh the injury history is not worth the draft capital that I would have to spend. We're doing hashtag Sleeper Week here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and as it comes to the New England Patriots, I got a I got a different one for you. I could say a guy like Mike Gillisley who I do think is going to be the lead actual back in early down work for New England, and I just but I just told you that you got to stay away from the running back room altogether in New England because you never know on a week-to-week basis what the game plan is going to dictate. I'm going to say the defense. The New England Patriots defense, I love them. I love the addition of Stefan Gilmore to play cornerback alongside Malcolm Butler. I think they make for a top three in the NFL kind of tandem. And also, and I mentioned this in the book that's coming out, my man Benny McCarty is coming out with the definitive guide on fantasy football and i say in that chapter when talking about defenses one of the things to think about is what kind of style the offense plays okay the new england patriots like to jump on you early and then other teams will be playing from behind having to throw into that tandem in the secondary and then they get the ability to put pressure on the quarterback in a way that you don't think their offense really helps their defense throw them off their game what i want to do though is look at their schedule Their schedule does them no favors, I got to tell you. Listen, the Patriots I looked, they are actually going to be favored all 16 games. Will they go 16-0? I don't think so. But they will be favored all 16 games. But I got a couple of tough ones for you. For example, week two, they go to New Orleans in the Dome and what will be the Saints' home opener in the Superdome. That is no easy task with a team in New Orleans that can probably go point for point with the Patriots. They also have a Super Bowl rematch against the Atlanta Falcons in week seven. That will be no easy task. They have a 2 game road stretch in a row out west when in weeks 10 and 11 they go at Denver and then at Oakland in a back-to-back road games out west. The Oakland Raiders will be ready and waiting for them. Then they have three straight road games weeks 13, 14, and 15 in a row. The third of three road games there is at the Pittsburgh Steelers in week 15. So I just told you about six of their road games. There's that two-game road stretch in a row, three road games in a row, at New Orleans for the opener for the Saints in the Superdome. The Pats also play six of their last eight games on the road. That gives me pause, and certainly them running the table and going 16-0, and like some people said. But... Our poll question up here today is about the Patriots, is their over-under is 12.5. Is the value to bet the over? Is it to lean under? Is it to bet heavy on the under? Or is it to just pass and not bet this at all? We got a lot of responses also. Uh, Gambling Podcast says that best bet is to just go all in on them winning the AFC East every year. Don't worry about the win total. It's interesting because the next reply counteracts that completely. Carlos Candido says at uh, C Candido Music, he says the value is to bet heavy under on the Pats. He's expecting that the Dolphins can go 12-4 and 4 and win that division. If you remember, I gave you the breakdown of the Dolphins yesterday. Chris Bavona and Speeds think that the Dolphins will only get like six or seven wins and wind up in third place in that division. Then my man Gabe Morancy, who comes up next on Red Heat and Rage, he chimed in as well, says that Pats can name their record. He says he thinks they're going to go 13-3, and 3, but... He can't look himself in the eye if he bets the over on twelve and a half. The highest over he would bet, he says, is at ten and uh, ten and a half. For any team. Also, Craig Ballard out there, thanks for retweeting as well, says, If value is the topic, then the under. I kind of agree. On this poll question, I myself would pass and not take any action on this because it is a little too high for me. Chris Bavona, let's bring you in real quick, though, man. Where do you see on this Pats team? I know where they're contenders clearly, but at 12 and a half wins as their season win total, are you going to bet over that?
0: Well, I will bet this. I think they have a chance to go undefeated in the AFC East. Okay, I think that would be a book. Bu- I think that would be a very interesting bet to make.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like that's been done before, you know, in this run of the New England Patriots. Like they own this division. We know this. So you're kind of agreeing with the gambling podcast out there saying that the bet is that they will dominate their division. I do like that. You know, I do. In th- I do, in fact, think they will. You know. Uh, do work against these other teams because, as you know, we've been talking about the AFC East all week, and we've been kind of downgrading the Dolphins, thinking the Bills are no great shakes. Tomorrow we will talk about the New York football Jets, J-E-T-S, Jets end the season. And this coming from a man whose family was a longtime Jets season ticket holder, and we are here in New York. So we will see about that. When I talk about their schedule, though, It brings me back to one other thing I wanted to mention. This was on my Twitter timeline as well. And remember, guys, if you want to follow me at Spittin' Speeds, I give you what you need. I keep it light as well. There's a letter that Darren Ravel tweeted um, from William Sullivan, who used to be the president of the the Patriots in the 70s, to Wellington Mara, who was obviously the president of the Giants. Literally uh, like a typed-out letter that fully reads, you ready for this? Dear Wellington... As the occasion of our first visit to your beautiful new stadium draws near, I am writing to ask if you might consider playing the Patriots in 1978 at the Meadowlands. And if so, what date might be satisfactory to you? That's the way they made the schedule back then. The owners wrote each other letters. Now it's a huge, you know, algorithm with all the teams and the positions you placed in. And they got to avoid, you know, the concert that's going on at that stadium. Or if the Pope is in town. Or if the rodeo is in town. You know, it's such a horrible, it's such a, you know... Just so many more conflicts and so many more kind of you know layers that go into it, but that's actually how they did that back then. The president of the two teams would be like, "All right, what date is best?" You know, kind of booking it almost like almost like college football does. I think you know. So that's the way they do it now. Certainly not the way uh, it was back then. And you know, then and now is another interesting topic because now is the time to start getting ready for your fantasy football drafts, okay? I give you what you need to win your leagues and win that cash here, but the first step, honestly, is to be early with it and pick the squad at rotoexperts.com Get the exclusive edge fantasy football package. The Roto Experts lineup has FSWA inaugural Hall of Famer and Fantasy Writer of the Year Scott Engel. We've got nationally acclaimed top ranker Jake Seeley. We've got 2015 and 2016 FSWA award winners Bobby McMahon and Brandon Murchison. we got depth and upside with guys like like my man Frank Stanfill and Mike Florio, we bring you a draft package bursting with all pro analysis and in-season coverage that will take you to the title. So get the exclusive edge fantasy football package at RotoExperts.com. Be sure to enter the promo code free Radio at checkout. You'll get your special discount. And then if you're on that website, go RotoExperts.com slash executive. My man, Corey Parson, the fantasy executive, I give you his rankings every now and then when we're giving our team-by-team previews. We're going to be holding it down together all football season. You hear him on the fantasy football frenzy. Well, we're going to be together Sunday mornings, 10 to 1, right here on the Fantasy Sports Network. We're going to be doing fantasy football lineup lock. We are going to, week by week, get you paid for the football season, okay? He's got the super premium package. He gives you not only kind of draft values, he gives you auction values, and he's also doing the fantasy executive Snapchat. This way you get all his video content, and you can interact with him directly. I think that is very, very cool. Okay, let's keep it moving, though. We've talked a little bit too much, in my opinion, about the Patriots, but it's interesting. Tomorrow... Here on the Fantasy Freestyle and the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network, we are going to be talking about the New York football Jets, so it might be a different tale. We had to change the poll question at FNTSY right now at Spittin' Speeds because uh, everybody would have said Super Bowl contender. People are saying that say take the over right now. Right now, 55% of the over 100 people that have voted in the last hour are saying bet the over. Over half of you believe that the Patriots will win at least 13 games. 20% say lean under. 16% say pass. 8% say heavy under. I agree. I would pass. I would not bet any action on this. Do I think the Pats can win 13 games? Yes. In fact, if you ask me with a gun to my head what I think their record is, I would say 13-3 and three or 14 and two, But the road games in that schedule that I told you about and the fact that you never know with things like injuries or anything like that, I think that's way too high to still bet the over. I got to tell you, all right? But keeping it moving here because we've talked too much about the Patriots. We keep the fun and Functional Sports Radio here on the Fantasy Freestyle. One of the things we have been doing all season long is... Crowning the greatest sports movie of all time. So tonight, Chris, we've got Field of Dreams up against 42. 42, uh, you know, movie about Jackie Robinson, obviously, and Field of Dreams. You know, we got Kevin Costner in there. If you build it, they will come. How do you think this one shakes out, Chris?
0: I'm going to be dead honest here, uh, Dane. 42, it's obviously an iconic movie. Uh, well, excuse me. It's about an iconic figure a, m- figure in American history, sure. in baseball history. But nobody there has really been no, – there's nothing really, like, memorable about the movie. So okay. in that case, Kevin Costner, James Earl Jones versus Chadwick Boseman and Lucas Black. I'm sorry. I'm going to have to go with. Uh, I'm going to have to go with Field of Dreams. Okay, they if build you build it, they will come.
3: If you build it, they will come. The question is, are the votes coming in? And the answer is definitively yes. They are right now. Field of Dreams is up big time on 42 by an 89 percent margin. They are getting the vote. Well, the margin, I guess, then is a. Oh, I don't know. What is that? A seventy-eight percent margin of eighty-nine to eleven. Field of Dreams look like it will continue to roll in this tournament. I gotta tell you though, Chris, if they if they do in fact move on, which it looks like they will, they face Sandlot in the Sweet Sixteen. So that could be very very interesting. Hey, oh, yo, Chris, you did some matchups on the producers. One of them was Slapshot versus Mighty Ducks. You and Pete Considori before. Uh, I know you guys are hockey guys. How did that one turn out?
0: So that one actually did turn out Slapshot was able to take care of the Mighty Ducks. Yep. Although Kevin Walsh, our third host, he was just so adamant about the Mighty Ducks. Really? But it was more for The per- flying V? The flying V? Bias. That's it. Personal bias and recency bias. That was his Is that what issue. it was? Yep.
3: Okay. And also last weekend you also gave another... Uh, Matchup. It was Friday Night Lights, which just got past We Are Marshall. how that passed one go? By
0: we, yeah, it only just got past it, but only by such a slight margin. You know, everybody was saying how much they love Matthew McConaughey, the story of the, of the Marshall football team, but I had to go with my Texas boys, my boys, Friday Night Lights. No doubt. I mean, even though Lucas Black, I don't like him as an actor who is also in 42, and probably the reason why I thought the movie was so dull I had to go with Friday Night Lights. It's Billy Bob Bowie.
3: All right, well, we are fastly approaching the Sweet 16 of that tournament where we put the fun in functional sports radio. When we come back, we're going to go around Major League Baseball, check in on the polls, and tie a nice, neat little bow on this episode of the Fantasy Freestyle right here on the award-winning Fantasy Sports
2: Radio Network. Quarterback to receiver hookups running back depth analysis, rookie values in dynasty leagues, deep sleepers, training camp battles. These are just a few of the in-depth features you will find inside the 2017 RotoExperts.com Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football Package. And it's power-packed with so much more, including fully sortable player projections and a custom cheat sheet generator. Plus, you get a full year of in-season coverage as a bonus. Get the exclusive Edge Fantasy Football package now at rotoexperts.com. Enter free radio and check out for your special discount.
3: It certainly is summer, summer, summertime. This is your boy Dane Martinez here on the Fantasy Freestyle on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Right now in the third inning, Astros and Phillies are still scoreless. Remember, I was telling you about Aaron Nola today as my DFS stud Pick. Um, Brewers are off on the Nationals 2-0. That game in the top of the fourth, Santana, with his 17th home run of the season. A's and Blue Jays scoreless in the bottom of the third in that one. In Cleveland, they are tied at one. Indians and Angels, bottom of the third. After two, Royals have a one nothing lead on the Detroit Tigers. Those are the games that are going on right now. To recap what you guys have been contributing to the fantasy freestyle today, I asked about the Patriots where the value was, okay? And a lot of people, all the guys that I trust, including myself, Speed's the Spittin' Statistician, say that even though the Patriots are a great contender, this over-under total of 12.5 is way too high. I would just pass and not take any action on it at all. However, 56% of you disagree with me. And say that you should bet the over. Maybe that's true, but there's just no, you know, it's a very narrow window for that to be possible. And Field of Dreams continues to roll over 42 with 89% of the vote as we look to crown the greatest sports movie of all time. Coming up next on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network, my man Gabe Morrencey, Red Heat and Rage. And remember, yesterday I told you about their horse that was running during live, during the show, Conflict Diamond. Well, it, fa- it sounds like Conflict Diamond not only won their race, won going away. Tony Sincotta told me that Conflict Diamond won by about nine or ten lengths and was cruising down the stretch. Chris, you got to congratulate my men when they come on in a couple of seconds. Conflict Diamond getting the win. Big shout-out to my man, Gabe Morrency. Stay live here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. They're going to break down everything. I'm sure they're going to talk a little bit about Conflict Diamond. Let me be the first to tip my cap to them. Big shout-out, as always, to the Red Heat and Rage guys. Come on back tomorrow. I told you, unfortunately, we're going to talk New York Jets. And if Lucky Whitehead is actually lucky, all right, it's going to be Dane Martinez, Chris Pavona. Yo, man, Speeds, the Spitting Statistician, I'm going to help you win some more cash right here on... On the Fantasy
1: Freestyle on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.